Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome to the show. So go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. I'm Alejandra Rojas. I'm a finance professional and a money coach. And I really focus on helping a woman, millennial woman, to get a better relationship with money, to put themselves first, their dreams first, and to take care of this beautiful journey of opening their money mindset and, you know, be open to receive and to enjoy life, really. I love that. And it's something that we all deserve, right? To feel that way, to have that approach. And I love that I see here on your Instagram, it says, be the wealthiest version of you, regardless of income. I'd love to know what led you down this path. How did you find yourself doing this work? Oh, that's a very interesting question because, like I said, I'm a finance professional. I love finances. I was the type of little girl that instead of going outside and play with my friends, I was helping my parents, they're both accountants, to, you know, invoicing and doing all the admin work. Uh, So I really am passionate about that. But unfortunately, because... um, at some point when you, you know, grow up and get into the adultish life, you tend to forget of who you are and follow the, you should do this, you should have this in order to be successful and whatever. So while I was working in finances, I encountered my own money burned out, which was very ironic for me because it was like a betrayal from the the thing that I love as a professional was taking health out of myself like I was literally sick um I ended up reactivating an old immune system sickness that I deal when I was uh little so that's how life and everything just really made me um look inwards and see okay what is it that is important for you? What, uh, what is it that you want to do with all this, this knowledge? I love that because, you know, you mentioned feeling like you really knew what you loved and what you were passionate about growing up. And, you know, to the point that you were working with your family and helping them with stuff and learning from them because you, you are so interested in the topic and that, you know, as life happens, as it naturally does, I'm sure anyone listening can relate, you know, you kind of lost your way or you got caught up in, you know, what either society says or what other people say you should be doing and what you think you should be doing. And, you know, um, kind of the, the life that we feel like we're quote unquote supposed to live, um, as opposed to what's actually in alignment and what fits for where we are. And so it sounds like you did some reflecting, um, really being faced with having to, um, deal with health concerns and, you know, it getting to the point that you, you know, you had to look at what was going to help you to be healthy as well. Um, so right. in that transition, do you feel like that was easy for you? Do you feel like it was challenging to get really no. honest with yourself? <laughs> 
Yeah, definitely was not an easy thing to do. So the the hard part and the reason why I became a coach, why I started my coaching is because it seems now that once you are in the other side, it seems too easy. Like, well, I just stop spending and I just stop uh, going out. But it's not an easy journey. Saying goodbye to the social circle that you were in before is not an easy thing. Putting yourself first with money is not an easy thing to do. And when you don't have support, it becomes a really like this difficult thing that you have to go through. So it's almost like changing identities, but your identity, like your real you is the one that you want to find. <laughs> so it's, um, you know, it wasn't easy. It, it took a lot of myself and um, it took a lot of healing my my. Like my money story and the story that I have with debt as well, it took a lot of healing, but also it took a lot of self-reflection, of stopping on every single action that I wanted to take and see what the intention was behind that action. So that's what happens really with money, that sometimes it gets, because we are dealing all the time with money, sometimes it just gets like an automatic pilot. But that intentionality for me was key because at the end of the day was like, how is this going to reflect my in, in myself, in my health? And I'm, I'm I'm really privileged to have the to have this health condition that was showing me how like in a wrong path I was walking, like it was my, my body literally was showing me that. But some of the people that I work with, they have no clue. And when they realize it's just extremely late for them to wake up. So it's, it wasn't, I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy, but I'm going to tell you it's possible. And it's so rewarding to be in a place that you are so authentic with yourself, so true to yourself that no matter what it comes, you are always in a place of, oh, I'm feeling good because of this decision. And I'm feeling good because of that decision as well. Yeah. There were a couple of things that you mentioned that I think were really significant that you mentioned. The first thing was that you talked about, I had the privilege of having this condition that clearly told me that I was going down the wrong path. And I don't think that that's everyone's mindset, right? I don't think everyone thinks this condition that I have, this chronic whatever, or, you know, this reaction my body has is a privilege or is something that is helping me or something that is guiding me or something I can learn from. So I think that that's really significant um, as far as shifting, you know, our mindset around things, because we would otherwise be like, oh my gosh, like I have this thing that I have to deal with and it's getting in my way. It's holding me back. And we would allow for that to be something that we blame instead of using it as something that we can use to build on. And so that I think is like a whole gem. When you said that, I was like, whoa, okay. That's, that's a shift right there that I'm not not sure a lot of people, it's hard, you know, especially with medical stuff, it's really hard um, to see kind of like the lesson in, in the struggle. But the other thing that you mentioned 
was that it was really kind of like having to shift your identity or shed your identity, let go of whatever identity that you had created for yourself, which is really timely because that's like a, a season that I'm in personally as I'm, you know, getting ready to go on maternity leave and become a mother and I've closed down my practice. And it's like, I spent a decade building to be able to do X, Y, and Z, right. to have a certain title, to work a certain way. And now it's like, okay, to get, close that down. It's time to move on to the next thing. And I think that a lot of times people are hesitant to let go, but they hold on for too long to something that is not serving them or going to help them to get to the next place they want to be in their life. And it's it's not easy, like you mentioned, but it's possible and it's maybe necessary at times. So what would you say to someone who maybe is getting some signs, whether they're physical signs, whether it's emotional signs, or just like that they need to shed an identity or that they need to transition into a different season of their life um, to help them to be able to follow through on that and not stay stuck? Right. So the first thing that I would say is that it's your natural birth gift to be in a place of feeling at peace with yourself. If you are not feeling that, and if you are feeling like you are need to move somewhere else, just trust that whatever your body is telling you is the right thing <laughs> to do. Like we have this internal guidance system, which is our emotions and our body to really guide us in the direction. But also consider that everybody changed. Everybody around you is changing. Whether you realize it or not, everybody around you is changing. And at the end of the day, the only person that has the ability to guide your own life is yourself. So if you're not in a, in a place that you want to be in, if, you, if when you go to your room and when nobody is watching you, you close your eyes and you envision something different for yourself and you're not living that, just take the hint and give yourself that grace to what if maybe today I wake up and I do something different just for today? Just try it one time, try it two times and just go slowly building that trust that you know where you're going. You just need to trust yourself and take the hint on the uncomfortableness that you're feeling now. Wow, that is a whole word. Take the hint, people. Stop ignoring the signs <laughs> and the quote-unquote red flags. Take the hint, whatever it yeah. is, however it's showing up for you. Um, when you get quiet and when you're with yourself and what comes up for you as you know direction or redirection um, toward mm -hmm. your greatest good. Like you mentioned, it's a birthright. It's something that you come into the world with to be able to have this inner peace. Babies are not worried. Okay. The only right. time the only time we see them tripping is when they're hungry, they need their diaper changed or their, you know, their toy got taken away or something like that, right? But mm -hmm. other than that, they are just happy as can be, content with a piece of plastic to play with or whatever, right? So we as adults have to kind of return to some extent to whatever our true nature is for us, a place of contentment and peace. And it might mean simplifying our life because we have such complicated lives that I think that that's what gets in the way of us being able to be content because we're comparing our life 
and our right. situation into someone else's. And we're saying, oh, I don't have what they have. I'm not mm-hmm. doing what they're doing. My pictures aren't as cute as their pictures or whatever the case may be. And that's keeping us from enjoying what we do have and where we are in our in our life and in our situation um, and how we can maximize that season to be able to get to whatever the next season looks like for us. And so I love that you mentioned that. And the other thing that you said that I think is really key, I'm like all of these things are just right in alignment for where I'm at today um, and in this season. So it's really on point. <laughs> The other thing that came up in a video that I've been listening to for two days now, I've been replaying it and repeating it, um, is this idea of having integrity with yourself, which is really mm-hmm. wholeness, right? And being a person of your word to you. Because what a lot of people complain about and mention is something they don't have that they want is confidence. And confidence comes from trust, self-trust. Self-trust can only be built when you keep your word to yourself, when you are reliable to yourself, when you are a dependable person to yourself. So if you've told yourself there was something that you wanted to do and you don't do it, that's eroding, that's eating away at your self-trust, at your confidence, at your ability to know that you can rely on you to come through when you need something. So you mentioned, which is like the number one thing that I always talk about is like doing experiments and just giving something a shot, like try something different and see what happens. If you want to go back to whatever it was you were doing before, live your best life. I'm like, go ahead, try to get out of debt. And if you get out of debt and you want to go back into (laughs) debt, guess what? Like it's too easy. You could easily go back into debt. So, you know, but give yourself the opportunity to, you know, give it a shot and see what happens and see how you feel and and let yourself know if this is alignment, this is building that self-trust up. So I love that you mentioned that because little things that you do on a daily basis could be the, the one thing missing from you living in a dissatisfied, unfulfilled state now and being content and having joy and peace and prosperity, you know, tomorrow and next week and next month and next year. So, you know, I think that that was really huge when you, when you said that, for the people that you get to work with, what would you say are some common denominators, some common factors for those who are struggling? Like what gets in their way of making progress? Right. So it's exactly what you just said. Self-confidence, self-trust, and the comparison. Why I don't have these... And and the thing that I really hear the most is like, at my age, I should have. At my age, I should do. And I'm like, girl, you're better than you were 10 years ago than you were last year. So really, it all comes down to, because I work a lot with the emotional side of money. So when it comes to emotions, it all comes down to that love that self-love that balance yourself and, and allows you to put boundaries to protect yourself with money at the same time that you move with your life and also is unworthiness is i'm not deserving um to have or i'm not deserving uh to receive or all of these things that really 
it comes down to nourishing the wonderful and amazing human being that you are. And of course, working with those beliefs that generations pass along and as a nation we have and all of that. But if we could cultivate every single day that self-love and that sense of, I love who I am regardless of where I am right now with my money. I am freaking love what I do regardless of what the bank account is showing me right now. That will make a huge difference on everybody else's life because that's what you see it, that they all have in common. You know, you mentioning that makes me kind of think about how when we start talking about money, we're talking about so many other things. You know what I mean? We're not talking, we're not actually just talking mm-hmm. about money. We're talking about, like you mentioned, right? The mental and emotional factors that come into play. We're talking about generational cycles. We're talking about trauma, generational trauma, you know, just so many layers of things that contribute to how we see and interact in the world, specifically with money. And a lot of the time, it coming down to self worth and how our self concept, how we see ourselves in the world, and how oftentimes we're seeing ourselves incorrectly like we are we have this inaccurate this wrong view of ourselves because it's not true there's no evidence of it right, right. Like, there's no evidence that you're not deserving there's no evidence that you know um you're supposed to be somewhere else in your life than you are because this is where you are and how can we accept that and allow it to be okay the only reason why you should you wouldn't be where you're supposed to be is because of comparison because you're comparing mm-hmm yourself to someone else who is your same age and has done something else. But we also can't tell the full trajectory of somebody's life. So someone might be 30, married with kids, and we're like, oh my gosh, and they seem like they have the house, bought a house, and everything looks perfect or whatever. And they might be divorced, and their kids might hate them by 35. Right. We don't know what their whole life is going to look like. You might be unmarried, have no kids, there's no suitors in sight, you ain't got a house yet, you got this mountain of debt, but you by 35 might be living your best life if you get on purpose and and you live authentically now and accept who you are and where you are now. And so I think that, you know, you mentioning that is so important um, because I'm sure that so many ladies listening have this constant struggle that happens in their minds or going back and forth. um, with these beliefs and these, these, you know, mindset that that's keeping them from making progress. But then on the other side, for those that you get to work with that, they're like, okay, there was clearly a, a missing piece. You helped them find the missing piece. What are the common denominators, the common factors that help them to get on the plan and then they start killing it? Yeah. Well, that is their dream. So what we do when they work with me, we put on their minds a dream that means something to them, not to anybody else around them, just to them. They have this connection with the dream, with a goal, with something that they want to achieve with their lives. And that's how you can, like how you can put your your mind to focus in something that matters to you. And that's when you start seeing all of these stories coming up to the surface, all of these emotions coming up to the surface. But at the end of the day, when you achieve that dream, when you have it here, you got the proof that you can do this. So it continues to build up that trust and continue to expand your your money mind. Um, Really, it is just so 
fulfilling to see. And I just had uh, last week, one of my clients for 12 years, she wanted to have a wedding. She, she, live with the husband for 12 years, but they never, quote unquote, had the money to do this. So something else was more important. But deep inside of her, when we sit down and I told her, what is it that you want to do? What would make you feel confident with money? And she goes, Alejandra, I really want my wedding. I know that my husband doesn't care. I know that nobody cares. Like everybody now knows that we have been together. We have a kid. We have three kids, two adult children, one one five years old, and we've been together for twelve years. But deep inside of me, I know that I've been playing a small because I haven't had a wedding, and that's important to me. So we went for the wedding, and in less than three months, she got the wedding that she wanted to have, the wedding of her dreams that meant something for the, for her and for, for everybody around her. That's the thing, that all the, the mindset started to shift. So now how she approaches money, it's completely different. It's from a completely different story, from a completely different perspective because now she values herself. And what I always say is that money goes whatever you value things like you guide money in to the things that you value and therefore there you are you value yourself money is there with you wow yeah that's really significant and for each person it's going to look different i love that you mentioned you know the dream um being what essentially helps someone to stay focused and determined because it's not something that you know, happens overnight all of a sudden that you have what you want. Your dream is you dream it on Monday and then on Tuesday you have your dream. Right. That's not usually how it goes. Usually <laughs> you want to put in some work here, people. Yeah. Like, no one is selling any um, get rich quick schemes or, you know, diet pills or nothing like that. You're going to have to put in some work, some energy, some time, some attention toward what you want to see happen. Just like if you were in a relationship with somebody, you would want them to put in the time and energy and effort to get to know you and to learn how to take care of you and to check on you. And that's the same thing with money. And like you mentioned, money goes where you know our values lie. And so when we get clear on that. And when we've kind of put a flag in the, in the sand to say, this is what I value and own it and put it down on paper and come up with a plan to make it happen. Then money says, Oh, I got to do what my boss says. But if you don't have any clarity on, you know, what that looks like for you, your money will find itself at Amazon. Your money will find itself at Fashion Mm -hmm. Nova. Your money will find itself in all of these places that you didn't necessarily intentionally design. Not that it's bad to spend money in those places. Live your whole best life. Okay. But is that in alignment with what you truly want to do and experience and have in your life? If the answer is yes, go ahead and make it rain. If it's no, how can you become in, you know, in alignment with yourself, get into alignment so that you have more peace and contentment um, in order to, to get to where you want to be? But Wow, I really could keep you, you know, here all day. It's such a good chat. I love, love, love having these conversations. And I love being able to chat with other, you know, women who work in a similar way that I do because, you know, it just validates and makes complete sense. Like, I'm not crazy, y'all. I be telling you 
and I didn't tell her what to say. There was no script. Um, and that's why, you know, when you start connecting with and listening to people that are, are saying things and you hear them saying the same things, hello, take the hint like she doesn't say it already and allow that to be what helps you to understand oh, if I keep hearing this over and over, it must mean that it's significant. It must mean that it really matters. It must mean that I should be paying attention. So I just truly appreciate you for spending some time with us. I would love for you to share where everyone can find you, how they can learn more about what you do, and tap in on all of your platforms. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yes, uh, you can find me on Instagram. That's uh, where we connected. So I, it's at Alejandra R underscore coach. I spend most of my time there or you can just go to my website, www.alejandrar.com. Um, and yeah, we can get together there. I run a five days challenge. That's my signature thing, fun thing to do just to show you that you can ignite your money mind with wondering at the time. That's the name of the challenge. And it's really fun. Let's just take the seriousness out of the personal finances and make it more real. And that's where I am. So just you just can contact me there. Yes, yes, yes. We will make sure that the links are in the show notes. So make sure that you scroll and you go ahead and follow her pages. Check out her website. And if anything resonated with you, make sure that you let her know, send her a DM or send her an email or something like that. Because again, we're having these conversations. We could have had this conversation privately and we would have had a great time, but we're having this conversation because we want to involve you in the conversation and we want you to be able to benefit from the things that we share. And so please feel free to make sure that you let our guests know how much you appreciate the information by sending them your key takeaways, sending them what you're going to do. I think that would be the best possible thing that you could do is like send someone a DM or an email. It's like, Hey, today I wrote down my dream and I really love that you mentioned X, Y, and Z on the podcast. Like that would make my day if someone sent me a DM yeah. like that, right? It's like everything yeah. that we're doing, we know that people are putting into practice because we just want to see you thrive and grow and learn and, and get to where you want to be. We all want to have our dreams come true. So again, I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here today. And I can't wait to watch you thrive and help more people too. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.